Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk Forex. This week we're going to be talking about gold. We're also going to be talking about how it's traded, what influences its prices and give you some tips for trading. Just a note for our South African listeners, we are rebranding our Trade Forex SA site to FX Scout so that it's in line with the rest of our sites. Enjoy the podcast and send any trading related questions through to podcast at fxscouts.com. Hey Chris, how's it going today? Hey Alison, yeah I'm okay. I'm having a bit of technical issues with my computer, which is never a great way to start uh, start the day. But otherwise, uh, otherwise I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I had a nice Easter weekend, very chill. It was a bit rainy here, so we did a lot of watching movies and drawing. <laughs> oh, that sounds do. nice. As you yeah. do, yeah. No, that sounds really cute. Yeah, and how was your Easter weekend? Yeah, it was good. Uh, spent a lot of time at the beach. Um, yeah. And yeah, up and around, went hiking up in the mountains. It was nice. It was very yeah. pleasant. Okay. Yeah, so a bit, a bit of a shock to come back down to earth this morning and find that my computer has decided it went on Easter weekend too, except it hasn't come back. Um, <laughs> had a big one. They had a big one, had a big Easter yeah. weekend. <laughs> but anyway, but it's, it seems to be functioning okay now, so let's get into this. Uh, today we're talking about gold trading. It was something, uh, some thoughts we had because we were looking at the gold price uh, last week and how it's been being pushed further and further by instability in general, so we thought we'd cover it. I know it's quite popular for CFD traders, and uh, and how it interacts with forex trading. Uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting topic. Gold is traded by a lot of CFD traders, by forex traders, because they're seeking out uh, stable investment, right? That can hedge against inflation, market instability, and other geopolitical factors. And it's become really popular over the last. Uh, over the last few years, really, since COVID, um, because traders, they use gold as a way to hedge against other other trades that they have, uh, because it's a safe haven, mm. and it provides consistency over time, it's relatively stable, and it's quite resistant to the dramatic swings in valuation that you see in, in the forex markets. Yes, and um, uh, traders can basically trade uh, in gold in two different ways. So they can invest in gold, which means that you actually take uh, ownership of, of the assets and then you profit if the precious metal rises in price. And uh, whereas when you trade gold as a CFD, you're, tracking, you're taking on a position on the underlying price when it rises or falls, mean, meaning that you won't own the underlying asset itself. And interestingly, since the 1970s, the demand for gold has quadrupled every year which has basically driven up the, the price of gold. And it's used all over the world for various reasons, as we know, for jewelry, technology, and as a value store for central banks and investors. Um, and interestingly also, jewelry demand for gold accounts for about 50% of the global demand, while 29% comes from exchange-traded funds. Yeah, and as I was saying, like investors you know, tend to rely heavily on gold in times of political or economic uncertainty, I mean, much like we've mm. been going through the last few years. And it's used as a hedging tool against inflation or currency de devaluation. You know, and following the impact of the COVID pandemic on the global economy, foreign governments and forex traders have moved a lot of money into gold as a safeguard against losses uh, resulting, from, uh, resulting from inflation. Yeah, because gold increased more than 13% between January and May 2020 during the COVID-19 crisis. Um, and yep. this was mainly due to market volatility. 
um, and investors started putting money out from cash assets in favor of gold to combat the political, economic, and, and social instability that, that was happening at that time. And of course, economic practices such as printing money can weaken global currencies, uh, depreciating their value in relation to more stable assets like gold. Yeah, exactly, and and gold stability is is owed largely to its uh, you know it's got a fixed, relatively fixed global volume. It can't be dramatically increased in the same way that governments can print more money. You know, you can't do quantitative easing with with gold. You know, look, when any investment becomes too popular, there's a risk of a price bubble being created, um, which can send prices spiraling uh, when when the bubble bursts. Uh, for this reason, many gold traders, you know, they they'll have you know they 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 speculate on the price of gold, but they'll diversify into other markets and always, as always, manage manage their risk with, with stop losses. So if you look at um, the difference between forex trading and gold trading, gold is known to be more stable in, in shaky economic terms um, or times, mm-hmm. and it's considered a favorite among traders who want to protect themselves from, from the volatile market. Um, but it means that gold traders tend to focus more on long-term market trends, while forex traders are typically focused on short-term market activity. Should I say? Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's more of a one for position traders as a hedge. And what factors move gold prices? Well, trading activity, obviously, economic inflation, as we're seeing now, supply and demand. You know, all these are all fairly standard factors that impact the price of gold. But additionally, when gold is being mined in excess and outpaces current demand, it can cause gold prices gold prices to, to decline. So investors buying and selling gold can also lead to short-term fluctuations in, in gold pricing. This brings us to how to get started on trading gold. So if you are eager to make better use of gold and capitalize on potential profit opportunities, there are a few things that you do need to keep in mind. So firstly, day trade with the New York close in mind. Um, Because gold is traded 24 hours like Forex, its peak liquidity is typically found during the New York trading hours. And whether you target trades during or after these hours depends on your trading goals, of course. Um, Trades typically peak and offer high liquidity and low volatility during the peak hours, making them good targets for safe haven positions. But if you are interested in more volatility, um, and you execute more scalping trading strategies, for example, then trading off hours might might be a better option for for trading gold. But you should be aware that w- with the increased volatility, um, there is obviously increased uh, risk for for gold trading as well. Yeah, there is. If you're going to be scalping it in off hours, there's going to be increased risk. Um, another. Uh, Good piece of advice is to simplify your technical analysis by targeting previous highs and lows. Gold, um, against, especially against the USD, tends to trade in a range. And so one of the easiest strategies to, is to identify buy or sell opportunities based uh, within previous highs and lows for this trading pair. So traders can open a position on gold when it's trending up, for example, and target a previous high as a sell price or vice versa. Uh, gold, look, as I was saying, it's a relatively stable asset, uh, making it likely to reach uh, these previous highs or lows over time. Uh, this isn't a great strategy for day trading, though, because it can take time for these targets to be hit. Um, range-bound strategies typically don't offer quick profit opportunities like like a momentum strategy does, for instance. But look, it's a relatively low-risk strategy um, designed to generate some profit from you know reliable movements within uh, within the gold USD pair. And uh, when when these political or economic um, uncertainty 
sort of uncertain times creates concerns about currency prices, then gold is a stable safe haven that, you know, as we mentioned many times before, protects your liquid assets. Um, and it tends to be quite strongly correlated against the, the dollar, as well as other stable currencies like the Japanese yen. Um, so opening a position of gold versus USD can be a reliable means of protecting your assets from unpredictable situations that affect other forex markets. Yeah, yeah, it's a good hedge, as we've seen recently with the dollar coming down. It's, it's moving, as you said, it's uh, negatively correlated with the dollar. So yeah, another, another good piece of advice is track industrial and commercial demand for gold. So increased market demand for gold can affect prices because, it's a, as I said, it's a fixed global supply. Not completely fixed, but pretty fixed. Uh, demand comes in multiple forms. Uh, industries may increase their acquisitions of gold due to the material's role in consumer projects. Both the medical and the tech industries, uh, for example, they use a lot of gold um, in products and solutions. Consumer demand for gold can also affect prices. Um, so global demand in foreign markets of gold jewelry is considered a luxury. Um, these, can, these can have a serious impact on, on gold prices. And then, of course, central banks. Um, so you want to monitor the central mm -hmm. bank buying. Uh, they also, like many traders, tend to buy gold as a hedge when they're anticipating volatility in certain currencies. Um, and as you may remember, Chris, quite recently, China and Russia made, made headlines for making significant investments in gold, um, obviously because of their concern about the future price of the US dollar and the euro. Um, and uh, when, when central buyers, banks start buying gold in large amounts, it tells forex traders two things. Firstly, that governments are operating out of a belief that the major currencies may dip, which would then encourage traders to move a greater percentage of their investments into less volatile funds. And secondly, increased central bank buying typically causes an increase in the price of gold. So, well, at least in the short term. And if gold prices start trending up, then this obviously could be a great opportunity to turn a quick profit. Also, you want to you keep an eye on interest rates. Gold is a very well-documented correlation with real interest rates, uh, which prices rise as interest rates decline and prices drop as interest rates rise. Uh, the real interest rate is determined by subtracting the inflation rate from the nominal interest rate mm -hmm. uh, and results in a percentage gain or loss that takes inflation into account. So historically, gold prices tend to rise when the interest rate dips below 1%. Um, and so by watching this interest rate as it changes over time, you can identify strong buying opportunities, especially if you're looking for long, more longer-term stuff, more positional trading. By contrast, uh, by contrast, if you have a real interest rate above 2%, that's likely going to deflate the value of gold. Um, and you know, a lot of traders will recommend selling um, gold to the USD if the real interest rate starts uh, looks like it's going to reach this threshold. And then another way, and another tip for, for trading gold is to target moving average crossovers. So because mm -hmm. gold prices tend to fluctuate within a range, um, it'll cause different moving averages to cross over on the chart. So many traders will buy whenever a shorter term moving average crosses a longer term moving average. So for example, if the 20 day moving average crosses over the price point for the 50 day moving average, it would signal a buying opportunity for long term traders. And then the opposite is also true. So if a short term moving average dips below a longer term moving average, traders use this strategy to sell in, to, and in, in anticipation of, of continued losses. Um, and, and of course, there's no exact science as to which moving averages you should use to make these determinations, but it's better to have a much bigger uh, gap between the two. So, for example, the 10 and the 20 day moving averages aren't distinct enough to offer value. 
Um, but the 10 and 60 day moving averages are are very popular pairing for uh, for gold trading strategies. Yeah, and and finally, I mean, you want to you want to pay attention to changes in gold production. You know, gold mining hasn't seen any dramatic shifts for a very long time. Now it's um, and it's not related to a stagnant demand for gold in any way. Gold is in demand and mining production has increased. But today's gold mining efforts face much higher costs due to the challenges of accessing underground gold reserves in hard-to-reach places. Basically, all the easy gold is gone. You know, so most the most accessible gold reserves have already been mined, and they and they already exist in the global gold supply. And so the remaining gold reserves represent much more expensive mining operations. And so you know, uh, mining businesses are seeing you know decreased profit potential. Um, but limited production is not a sign that gold is, is poised for a de- decline. In, in fact, the opposite is true. Uh, stable gold production can put the squeeze on global demand, and this leads, obviously, to higher prices, especially if, as you're pointing out, central banks and other buyers of gold start seeking out the asset in large quantities. Yeah, so I think that sort of sums up the rules for, for uh, gold trading. Yeah. Um, but, but you've got to remember that the price of gold is affected by different factors than that of the typical forex currencies. As you were saying earlier, it's negatively, often negatively correlated to things like the USD and the yen. Um, but many of the rules for, for evaluating uh, foreign, forex currencies still apply to gold. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, forex co- traders should consider gold USD as a safe haven for investment activity as well as a potential profit source. Um, but this is only if they can effectively analyze gold's price movements and develop a straight trading strategy to capitalize on this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's a, yes, it's a good hedge. It's a good hedge uh, for Forex traders to have. And and if you're, and especially if you're more interested in, um, in positional trading, if you're looking for yeah. a longer-term trade that hedges against your day-to-day currency trades, um, I think it can be a good idea. Yeah, well, I think that about sums it up. And um, thanks for today, Chris. Um, Yeah, Yeah, thanks to you, Alison. I'm going to get back to trying to fix this computer. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) Thanks. Backing up. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'll get there. All right, Alison, you take care. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. Bye.